All right, let's wind this up. Part three. Praise the Lord. Let's get this over with. Good God. I know I know you're tired of it too. Say you're not tired of it. Yeah, I don't believe that. Anyway, this is Sex Has Broke Me Down, part three. We cannot allow the foolishness of the world and our body being a part of that because we are dealing with the world, the flesh, and the devil. We cannot allow that to supersede us, to overtake us, especially when we have the Spirit of the Lord. We're talking about God who raised the dead, God who uh, gave sight to the blind, God who made the lame walk, God who gave hearing back to those who were deaf. So we know God has the power if we want it. But the problem is we get caught up in this thing and we get these feelings running through us and and, and, and we get all, all, all hot and bothered and we don't want God's help. We want, Lord, just let me do this. But then you got to pay for what you did. And God is trying to save you from it. And so here in our text, it says, will you put up with a little foolishness? Set that aside, please. Huh? This is what bothers Paul so much. He's telling the Corinthians and he's telling the Thessalonians that God understands your passion. God knows you're burning. Huh? But but your hand has been promised to Christ. You belong to God. When God comes back to get you, Jesus is coming and he's saying, come on, my child, let's go home. And he wants you in a white dress. He wants you in a white robe. He doesn't want you seduced by the devil like Eve was seduced by the snake. So don't you think it's time that even if you've fallen down, get up. Yeah, get up. If any man, First Corinthians or Second Corinthians five seventeen says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things, that's what that ought to be, is passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Colossians three, nine through eleven says, Take off the old self. Don't tell lies to yourself. Don't tell lies to each other. It was your old life with all of its wicked weaknesses that did that sort of thing. And now that you have come to Jesus, now that you've given your life to Christ, kill the flesh. Let bygones be gone. You are living a brand new kind of life that is continually learning more and more of what is right. And you want more of Christ and less of the world. Yes, when you came, now, parenthetically, yes, when you came to him, it was all of you and none of him. But now it ought to be less of you and more of him, and it ought to get to the point where it's all of him and none of you. Huh? The 11th verse says, in this new life, 
one's nationality or race or education or social position, that's unimportant. That don't even matter. You know, whether a person has Christ is what matters. How well do you know my Savior? Hallelujah. That's what makes you equal. That's what makes you right. Huh? And then Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, forget the past. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. Come on, look forward. See? 19th verse, I'm doing a new thing. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now it springs up. Do you not understand? Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness. I'm busting rocks and letting out water for you. I'm making streams in the wasteland. Huh? God is making roads through the wilderness and creating rivers in the desert. Who's he doing it for? You and me. Yes. Yes. That old song that says, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you and me, brother. He's got the little bitty baby in his hands. That's our God. Huh? And in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 17 in the ESV, the English Standard Version, it says, so we do not lose heart. Though our outward self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. My, 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 my. There's something better. Sex ain't all there is. Come on now. Nobody say it ain't good now. But it's not all there is. Learn to control yourself. First Thessalonians 4, 3 and 4. For God wants you to be holy. For God wants you to be pure. And to keep clear of all sexual sin. We talked about this earlier. Huh? Go back and read it. Go back and listen to it. God gave us hormones. Yes, he did. And now he wants us to use them properly. He will give you a marriage partner if that's what you want. Nobody said that was the answer. But if that's what you want, God will give you a marriage partner. Just make sure it's God who gives her to you. This God who gives him to you. And just like you control your appetite, just like you control your thirst, just like you control your exhaustion or your sleep, you have to control your sex. You don't just lay down anywhere 
and fall asleep, do you? You don't just lay down on the ground. You don't just lay down in the park and fall asleep. You've got to also control your hormones. God made sex stimulating and arousing. Oh, yes. For marriage. I'm not going to repeat it. You heard me. You heard me. Sex ain't nothing to play with. And for those of you who've played with it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll mess you up. It'll break you down. Huh? You are in charge of your body. Do not let your body take you out to stream. Get you out of control. Huh? Don't give away the cookies. Don't give away the popsicle. Yes, I said it. Huh? Don't you give away the passionate lust like heathen? That's verse five. Control helps us to avoid becoming a slave of things we lust after, making it idolatrous, and therefore it's an idol. Don't let it run you ragged. Huh? No affairs. No orgies. No open marriage. What's wrong with you? Huh? No covenant another man's wife. There is an enormous misery in refusing to control your passion. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. The Lord will deal with that. You don't want that. Yes, we can be forgiven. But that doesn't change the results, the scar. See, we can, we, can, we can sew up when you got cut up. We can sew up. We can sew it up. But if you check your arms, you check your legs, even if you hit your, bust your head open, we can sew your head up. But <laughs> them scars going to be there. Forgiveness restores the broken relationship and gives us strength to go on. To say, I can do this again in freedom. But it doesn't eliminate the hurt and the pain that we've caused by our actions. You can't ask your wife, well, honey, you just got to get past this. Oh, don't do you. You better not say that. That's You just can't tell your husband, well, honey, you, you said you forgive me. We just got to move on. Uh-uh, that ain't how it work. You got to give me some time. You, you gave away what was mine. And there are consequences and repercussions. Come on now. Huh? Let's, let's bring this thing to a close. You're not the first, and you won't be the last. Israel didn't get it either. Over and over and over again, Israel just went out there and became a harlot. Go back and read Hosea. God had him to go out and marry a harlot to, to prove that example. And said, now, take her back. That girl went out there and got pregnant by somebody else. And Hosea had to go get her and say, you're my wife. You don't belong out here. And she did it again. 
Yes, and again. And God said, this is just like Israel. My, 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 my. Don't let the world beat you up. And don't you beat yourself up. Huh? Don't do it. God don't like ugly. Deuteronomy 31 17 says, Then my anger will be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them and hide my face from them, and they will be devoured. And many evils and troubles will come upon them so that they will say in that day, have not these evils come upon us? Listen, listen. Because our God is not among us. See, see, see. Folk think they're having fun. That's not fun. Because that's going to come to naught. Hmm? What, was it good to you? <laughs> I hope so. Because you got to pay. Now look at the damage that you've caused. Why be a despairing soul like in Deuteronomy 28, 65 and 66? And this is how things will end up. Just as God once enjoyed you, took pleasure in making life good for you, giving you many children, so God will enjoy getting rid of you. Clearing you off the earth. He'll weed you out of the very soil that you're entering in. This is talking to Israel and that he gave you to possess. That land he gave you, you'll never see it. He'll scatter you to the four winds from one end of the earth to the other. Huh? You'll, you'll end up worshiping all kinds of gods. Gods neither you nor your parents ever heard of. Wood and stone. Oh my God. Gold and silver. You name it. You, you won't find a home there where you've been sent. You will not be able to settle down. God will give you a restless heart. Longing eyes. A homesick soul. Because you don't know how to behave. You don't know what's best for you. You just keep giving it up over and over and over again. You've got to stop it. For your own sake. Huh? God's standards cannot be violated without cost. Like drug abuse. Just say no. Nobody said it was easy. Nobody said it was easy. But God did not call us to be impure but he called us to live a holy life. And therefore, anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being, but you're rejecting God, the very God who gives you strength and life and health and breath. And those who are already addicted, it will be difficult. I know that. You've been out there a long time. It's been good. Huh? But it's not impossible for you to say, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Just like a drug addict. Just like an alcoholic. Huh? Get dry. 
talking about alcohol. Well, you put two and two together. Get some qualified spiritual and professional help. And don't just go to your pastor because he ain't right either. Yeah, he got a dog nature too. You get the wrong pastor, you fool around, be right there in his office. On the church steps. Good God from everywhere. My, my, my. Huh? Now glory be to God who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we could ever ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes, may he be given glory forever and ever through endless ages because of his master plan of salvation. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To him be power and glory forever. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come now to give our lives to you. Lord God, we have seen some better days. But we, we just keep listening to our flesh. And the world has told us, well, basically Satan, that we ain't no good no more. We've messed up too many times. But I want to say thank you, God, for looking beyond my fault. And seeing my needs. You, 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 you see the best in me. And thank you for that, God. For reminding me that I'm, I'm still somebody. Oh, God, help me. I'm, I'm still worth something. Because every time I lay down, every time I mess up, I, 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 I just believe that's it. I believe that's the end. I believe I've messed up. And that's the devil. I know it, God. But it's also me. Help me, God. Help me. Help me, God. Don't let this thing conquer me. Don't let sex break me down. In Jesus' name, oh God, I pray. Amen.
This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. Won't you tell a friend? Can I ask y'all one question? The question is simply this. What did he see? He saw the best. 